<laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm no, not no, kidding. No, 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 I know, I know. That, that, that's that's real. That's, that's prevalent real. in Hollywood. Whenever there's portrayals of military. No, he, he spoke like a human being. <laughs> he spoke like a human being. He spoke, right, he spoke right, English. Right, right, right. And I, I read the text, and it's like, no cap, <laughs> bro. On God. <laughs> Bussin. For real, for real. And I know people say that shit ironically because <laughs> right, it's funny. Right. Like, I, so Friedrich Nietzsche is famous for being a nihilist, right? Well, actually existentialist. Exactly. Right, right, He's right, not right, right. a nihilist. The hardest part about being a doctor is becoming a doctor. Yeah, and doctors school. will agree with this. Do you floss? Uh, no. <laughs> but nobody fucking flosses. No, that's bullshit. I floss. I floss. Okay, you're one of the ten people no. that flosses. Ah, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Ralphie Rich Podcast. I'm your beloved host, Ralphie Rich. We have a very special guest. Guys, our first in-person huh. interview ever. Ever. On the show. Okay, this is a historic day. We have the one and only Aaron Lynch. Hi. How are you doing, dude? I'm good. You're good. He meant to say well, by the way. He oh, meant to right. say that's well. Right. Um... I wanted to bring him on. We've been knowing each other since high school. Um, the first time we talked, it was about fucking communism. I, I literally, <laughs> dude, I went up. That to was him. junior high. Dude, it was, no, it was not. Yes, it no, was. No, it was not. I promise you, it was freshman year. It was freshman year. Because I went up to him because I had bought an, uh, bought a copy of the Communist Manifesto. Yeah, I remember that. And then I, get, I was like, do you want to read this, dude? Not because I was a communist, but I was just interested in, in the, the ideology uh, of communism. And I was like, I did it because it was edgy. No, he did it because <laughs> it was edgy. I just, I don't know. No, you know why I liked it? Because I watched the fucking Rocky Four movie. Really? When I was a kid. <laughs> and they accidentally indoctrinated me into the fucking aesthetic of communism. And ever since then, I you know hammer and sickle. You know I, I love it. I it just looks cool, dude. It fucking looks cool. And uh, so then I actually started reading um, the, the their little pamphlet. It's that's what it is. It's a fucking pamphlet. Um, and then I gave it to him. But that's how we uh, started talking. And ever since then, I ask him a question, and he gives me an essay, which I love. <laughs> uh, and that's why I brought him on the show. He's a he's got so much knowledge on. Um, a lot of things, uh, but mostly history. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself? I don't want to, you know, introduce you for you. That's right. I'm a. Uh, I'm currently in college. I'm studying history at uh, University of Oxford, and uh, I'm currently working on my PhD. And uh, it's it's such an honor to be on here. I'm, I'm having a blast. <laughs> that is so sweet. It's an because uh, we have about what do we have like three listeners who they'll listen to the first thirty seconds and then they'll turn it off. Uh, right now, right now, of course. Uh, but that's sweet to say it's an honor. We're uh, we're gonna have him back on the show. I think he's gonna be uh, a reoccurring guest for sure. Um, and I guess uh, we well, this is you know, I'm a movie lover. I, I know my listeners, my three listeners know I'm a movie lover. I love movies. I went to an arts conservatory for media, aka filmmaking. Uh, so I love cinema. Now, I'm not going to be able to tell you about, like, Federico Fellini or any of these old fuckers. But what I can <laughs> tell you about is uh, G uh, Gore Verbinski, the director of the wonderful trilogy, the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy, based on a theme park ride. Right? Mm -hmm. The movies were based on a theme park ride and probably some existing storylines as well and characters. Obviously, the characters. Um but I rewatched those movies um, in order, of, of course. I mean, what fucking madman is going to watch them <laughs> out of order? Um, I'm sure there's someone that would do it. Like, like uh, I don't, I don't want to hate on the band kids, but they'd be like, huh, let's watch it from third to first. But I rewatched them, and um, they were great. They were great. Uh, when was the last time you watched them, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Yeah, I, I can't really comment on this because it's been a long time since I've watched those. I, I've watched them probably in the theaters when they came out, but that's about it. Right. Well, I would say I was religious. Like, when I was uh, religious with the movies when I was a kid, it was Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Absolutely. Caribbean, Indiana Jones, uh, Star Wars, never Harry Potter, because that went against my parents' religion of, uh, you know, Catholicism. The Wait, witch really? Yeah. Dude, really? We're not allowed to watch Harry Potter. I, I'm, I'm from a, a Catholic family, and my mom is obsessed with Harry Potter. That, well, see, and I, I always wanted to watch. I was like, 
I kind of want to watch them. The magic is cool as fuck. And I know Alfonso Cuaron, uh, who he directed Roma and a few other movies. He directed one of the uh, episodes and actually got wonderful reviews, but I never got to watch the Harry Potter movies. But then again, I had so much other culture around me. Like I said, the, the four franchises that I listed um, earlier um, really shaped my childhood. Um Speaking of, but, but, but movies in general, what have you, wait, wait, no, I want to finish with the Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Okay. Curse of the Black Pearl. Not my favorite out of the trilogy. In fact, I, I'd go, it's between Dead Man's Chest and At World's End. And I'm flipping between the two because At World's End, oh my God, the last 45 minutes, they're so fucking fun. You can see why it was, I think it had like a $300 million budget, and you get to see that in the last 45-minute climax. Um, but they were good movies. The performances were all fantastic. There wasn't anything that I was like, oh, it's iffy. The fucking, uh, the stories were, uh, in the third one, a bit shaky, but fun as fuck. And, uh obviously the directing and the cinematography, I mean, it was beautiful. It was the, the, the fucking famous shot of, um, the East India trading company guy with the fucking wig when he's walking down as he realizes that he got fucked and they're destroying his ship and it's like all in slow-mo and he's just walking. Oh, that one. Dude, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Like, dude <laughs> one of the greatest pieces of cinematic, like, I, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. What have you seen lately that can top the, the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy? So I, I had told you that uh, I, I you asked me what movies I had seen before we came on, and I, I said I only knew one, but uh, I just remembered one that I saw quite recently and uh, that fits more in with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I just saw the new uh, Top Gun. Okay, I heard it was good. It actually was. Uh, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. As it stands right now, if I'm seeing any movie in a movie theater, I have zero expectations right whatsoever it's atrocious abysmally low it's terrible i would not say like if it came out i don't know 10 years ago i I would say okay there's a chance it's just a a movie right right, but compared to everything else right now it was like i said a, a pleasant surprise oh yeah especially with uh it was so cool i mean it's been decades since we've had uh actual action scenes right that right. aren't cgi the, right. the whole movie tom right. cruise insisted on it i'm pretty I'm, that's why i'm pretty sure this movie was funded almost entirely by him i mean not the planes the the navy and the pentagon paid for that or however <laughs> that works no I'm, no i'm no, not no, 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 i know i know that, i know that, that's, that's real that's, that's, that's real in hollywood whenever there's portrayals of military they get funding and then they have to do it yeah i get it i get it but yeah uh, other th- other than actually like renting the planes uh, I'm pretty sure this was this was a passion project for Tom Cruise, and it was just such a treat to see actual real action scenes with real planes. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was it was really cool. I have not seen it. Well, I I did watch a review, of course, um, and the, and the person who was reviewing it actually said it was better than the original. I agree. Um, because the original I heard was slow. There were scenes that just you know. They, they're clunky, but this one I heard the action the, with the actual planes was just fucking incredible. Um, it's it, not just that; it's the first one, pretty much doesn't have a story at all. It is incomprehensible. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, this one had a storyline. Not that you care too much, but uh, the fact that there was one made it uh, easier to watch than the first one. The first one is kind of just, oh, yeah, there's there's dudes on screen. They fly planes. Oh, that's uh, about homo er- oh and homoeroticism. Yeah, a ton of well. that. Ton a of ton that. of homoeroticism. Um, no, well, one thing that you did bring up that I liked was the fact that you were seeing real action and not a bunch of CGI. Um, well, that's the same thing with the Pirates of the Caribbean. There, I mean, there obviously had to have been CGI, but a lot of it was shot, um, you know, on on the water um a good bit of it and and the boats it's the boats themselves were real a lot of the like the water spewing down that's that very was cool that was all real as opposed to today they probably wouldn't even do real water they do some fucking some some fake bullshit um but that's what i loved about the pirates of the character the practical elements 
it was so you feel like you can touch it it felt like you can go into that world because they were using actual practical effects they were doing mm -hmm. things in camera which is why you fall in love with some of these 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 films especially like um my other another favorite trilogy of mine are the christopher nolan the the dark knight trilogy not yeah. you know it's not the best set of movies but you know um Christopher Nolan loves he insists on doing things in camera because it feels more real right it feels mm -hmm. more real um but those are two you know I I haven't seen the 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 new top the Tom Cruise movie but uh you would recommend it I would imagine yeah I would definitely uh anything any tv shows any tv shows well uh no i, I had one more thing i was gonna say sorry about that. right i think I Th cut you th off. this is just something interesting i've thought of this before and it came back into my head now it, it you what i'm saying is not new i mean people have been i don't know if you go find like some random like hour-long video essay on youtube people have been begging for real practical effects in movies right. for a long time and you you know that uh the Hollywood people are, are listening to that. I mean, or they have hope. to be. Yeah, because uh, I mean, hope. that's what they do. I they, mean, they're in the business of pleasing the people, making yeah, money. That that yeah, that's the point. They're a business, so if the, if they do what people want, then right. that means they'll make more money. Exactly. So I don't know why more movies don't have that now. Right. But what I was gonna say, well, I, actually, I do. What I was gonna say is, uh, we've reached the point now, and you, it's it's bizarre. You can see this through the internet and memes where. Uh, now CGI is cheaper than real, where uh, that's that's why it's everywhere now because it is actually cheaper to do everything on a computer than um, it, uh, use actual practical effects. Like now it's cheaper to do a CGI explosion than it is to buy gunpowder and blow it up. I thought CGI was always more expensive. They it were was to, right, and then recently, sorry, continue. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is you can see that happen in real time with CGI appearing not in movies because it's it's been in movies since the '90s. It, it's nothing new. Right. Uh, e even a little bit in the '80s actually. So yeah, it, it is nothing new. But seeing it appear in, uh. That regular people's hands. That's how you know. So, like, uh, what what I was saying with memes. So, like, I remember a couple. I don't know how long it's been, but uh, a, a couple years ago, it was a big deal when um. I don't remember the name of the website, but it it would let you take any picture and then you could uh, put a song on it, and then that picture would. You, the picture is supposed to be you know a person right. and it would make their mouth move in uh sing the song and that was like mind-blowing when it came out and now you have people making like fully uh animated movies just for like a, a 10 second long shit post because that's uh that's how cheap it is now you'll see every commercial on tv has cgi now well wait i want to ask because it, it's that cheap so cgi different from cartoons correct yeah, CGI is more special effects that you um, put onto live action uh, video or film or whatever you're shooting it on. It, it's more of a blanket term. It, it can mean a bunch of different things. Well, because my so because I was looking up because um, I was interested in after watching uh, I finished the first four seasons of Rick and Morty in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, very late to the game, by the way. Very late to the game. Missed I've seen bits and pieces. Bits and wait, have you not seen Rick and Morty? I've seen a couple episodes. Wait, you? I pictured you as being like the Rick and Morty fan, which is uh, well, it's it's got a certain reputation. Yeah, to well, it. yeah, it was it was memed out of fucking like you know. Uh, but but as memes aside, it's a it's still a fantastic show. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Wait, you haven't even fucking seen it. Don't go off of the little bits and pieces. Why have you not watched it? It, it embodies uh, a certain philosophy. I don't exactly agree with. It, I'd it, love to hear this. Well, please. it's it's it is, and that's why it's so popular. It is the epitome of like millennial and zoomer nihilism. Like you know, nothing matters. Uh, uh, we're we're all just meaningless and insignificant. That that. But whole type is that thing. not true? <laughs> is that not true? It depends on it depends on your own beliefs. Okay, but, I no, mean, I mean, th right. this can this can lead us down a very right. No, long I know, I know. Look, like, any I, I philosophical, actually, any philosophical discu discussions. 
is it's kind of a rabbit hole. Yeah, um, like I, I actually just wrote a, a, a report on on this subject. I'm not sure I want to go down there right, right now. We're talking about right, movies, right? Whatever. Let's talk about. Yeah. But, but but anyway, uh, Rick and Morty. It, it obviously connected with a lot of younger people. Um, as as far as the, the 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 stories for each episode were very intriguing. Um, it, it's a good show. Okay, memes aside, all the fuck. Which the memes are over, by the way. That was that was I don't know a year ago, two years ago. That shit, three years ago. That shit's over. Um, and that's why I'm also kind of glad I got to wait and watch the series. Um, because before I had heard little bits and pieces like, oh, band kids watch that shit. I'm not gonna fucking. Okay, so you did know <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, you know, it did have a certain reputation, but at the, but also. It was universally liked. Like, yeah, band kids liked it, but anyone who did watch it pretty much liked it. Like, I hadn't heard anyone who's like, you know, oh. I, I don't hate it. Well, you haven't watched it. I, I've watched a couple episodes. Dude, you ha- like which one? Like, ran- it, it ran- in random order, you just watched them? Well, uh, sometimes I see them on TV. Oh, no, no. You got to watch then it on I HBO. Watched, uh, is it on HBO? Yeah, no, because it's uh, HBO owns Cartoon Network, so and Adult Swim, so it's uh, really yeah. Because yeah. I remember I, I uh, so my family subscribed, not subscribed, did the free trial of Hulu because there was some show we wanted. It is to on watch. Hulu, yeah. It's on both. Yeah, I thought it was just Hulu. Yeah, because you can. Yeah, yeah. So the owners, the distributors who own the the intellectual property, they can still sell. Uh, you know, lease it to other streaming services. Mm, that's I, how they make additional income yeah i didn't know you so could yeah do that. so 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 and hulu's owned by or i think disney owns disney, like 40 yeah. percent of hulu they don't own all of it um so yeah um but no it, it wait i forgot i was like i was gonna have a fucking <laughs> point god no i literally just brought up rick and morty and then he was like he was like fuck rick and morty no <laughs> I thought you would have seen it. I thought you would have watched it. I've um, seen bits. I, I I was gonna say something positive about it because, like I said, I don't I don't uh, I don't hate Rick and Morty. And that's not what I mean to come off. Right, no. right, right. Uh, I watched. So that I'm assuming this conversation is going to go down this road soon in a few minutes because we're gonna talk about more movies. Uh, I almost went there when you talked about CGI. Right. I am. <gasps> that's what it was. Continue. Go, yeah. Go, go, okay. Go, 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 go. I. Uh, I, I'm not I, I don't really do art or I mean physical art I mean right. I don't draw I don't paint I, but I do have a friend who is a proper artist he does uh, he does commissions and stuff like that okay and he's also uh, really passionate about animation and I'm passionate about animation too except I don't do it I just like to I just <laughs> like, like to like watch consume it, it. and right. I and I yeah I, I have I can I can appreciate good animation when I see it and he's been quite helpful with that and we it, it's it's a shared interest whatever um I watched. Um, it was the April Fool special, the uh, the Adult Swim April Fool special, and what that was, it was uh, it was a really lengthy and cool advertisement for a show that hasn't come out yet but is going to, and it's I don't remember the name of it, but it's the thing with the glitch, and I remember it it when it was announced, it. Um, it took over the internet for like a day and then people forgot about it as and, you know, people do. Yeah. But the, like, this one was especially fast because we were like, Oh, this is really cool. And then there, there weren't any advertisements, any news about it after that. And right. it just kind of disappeared. Right. And then this April fools, they did something with it. Uh, that, that was the April fools thing. They do something every year. And this year it was a, like I said, it was a lengthy advertisement for this show. And people were like, Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's something that's coming out. We, uh, that was cool. And I said it was the glitch. It's some, I forget the name of the show, but the whole thing, it's like a cosmic horror type thing where uh, there's this glitch. That's all it is. It just moves across the screen and um, it, it just takes over and corrupts the world. And so what the April Fool's thing was, they aired, um, I think it was a two hour thing. They had four or five shows in that two hour slot and they had the glitch from the show that's about to come out taking over other people's shows oh so yeah it it was like it was supposed to be a normal tv broadcast and then every couple of minutes the glitch would come over and take over take over everything right different shows and uh it wasn't all animation like they had they showed an episode of eric andre and they did it on that too it was really (laughs) cool and so where i'm going with this is i'm about to praise rick and morty was the best part of it was they they aired uh, a rick and morty episode and the best part of it was um, 
they uh the when the glitch thing happened it actually for for everything else the glitch kind of just moved over the screen it was like a um what do you call it? It, it? it wasn't actually part of the show, to put it in, like, non-technical terms. Uh, I, uh, it just sort of, it was, like, overlaid a, on the screen. Right. No, okay. There's a di diegetic. Diege wait, hold on. Uh, keep going. Keep going. It, it was just, like, overlaid on the screen. The people that made the original, I mean, they weren't new episodes okay, yeah, of shows. Okay, yeah, non-diegetic insert. That would be a non-diegetic -di insert. Continue. Sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever, wait, whatever oh, so, you say. So, diegetic means it's happening within the world that the, the movie or TV show encompasses and the characters are aware of it, whereas non-diegetic exists outside of the world and the characters wouldn't be interacting with it or know it exists. An example would be like um, a voiceover from a, a character that isn't in the world um, or, or just existing completely outside of the world of the character. Continue, continue. Uh, oh, th thank you for that. I, I didn't know that. That's a new word for me. But... Um... I, I guess it would be non-diegetic because the the characters weren't aware of it. Right. But right. um, e e even in the Rick and Morty one. But what I meant was that they they just sort of laid it over the screen, and that's all it was. Uh, the show continued as normal. It would just sort of like flash at you. But for the Rick and Morty one, they actually uh, animated uh, Morty being corrupted by the glitch. Oh shit. Yeah. So they actually went back to this old episode animated more frames just for this and that you know that that that's a level of dedication the other shows didn't do that so yeah I'd, like i said I'm, oh I'm well i mean they this. deserve more praise than that um and a question that i wanted to or i guess like you're not the authoritative source here but my thing was like it's still very expensive to get adult cartoons made because i was me my brother and i were coming up with some ludicrous story about some bugs like uh we had uh, or uh, different creatures, right? We had uh, Bartholomew the lizard. Uh, no, no, Balthazar the lizard, Dante the bee, uh, Sal, you know, some fucking, it was for an adult cartoon, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, well, it should be easier and less expensive to make an, a, an adult cartoon, right? And I look it up, no. and it's insane that's the how problem. expensive it is. Exactly, that, that's the problem. And that's why, so if you t if you talk to anybody that, that's really passionate about animation, uh, that, that well, we're, Sorry. Um, that's that's the big problem with the animation industry is that making proper real animation is ridiculously it's expensive. insane how... I think I read like... Uh, it, it, so <laughs> in many cases, it's on a per second basis. And I was seeing things anywhere from a minimum of $300 per second. And that's Something at like a that. minimum. Uh, so, you know, to get even a pilot episode, a 20 minute pilot episode made would be, uh, I need to, you know, I could buy a house in, in, in full. Well, maybe not in this economy, <laughs> maybe not in this economy, Yeah, maybe not. but, um, you know, but, but, uh, so there are, it, it, it's two problems. One is sort of a cultural thing in America is, um, most maybe not so much anymore but it was definitely the case with with older generations is that because of disney animation was uh exclusively um associated with with children and th there wasn't really a space for adult animation because people see something animated and they automatically assume it's for children right the other thing is uh, well and because of that people can get away with things but l like we said animation is ridiculously expensive and now it's harder to make an animated movie or at least a quality one, because most people cannot tell the difference between subpar and and high quality animation. And I know that sounds super super arrogant. But no, no, I, no. You're absolutely right, though. Uh, what I'm I'm leading into a rant about Illumination, and uh, it, it, like I said, if you're into this kind of thing, this is nothing new. So Illumination Studios is that the the Despicable Me? Yes, uh, that's yeah, what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. They are an animation studio, and they make Despicable Me. Minions, Sing, <laughs> Life of gar Pets. Fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. 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 That's what it is. Fucking garbage. garbage. <laughs> fucking abominable garbage. But the most important part about, about it 
is not only is it garbage in terms of story and comedy, right. it, it is extremely low effort. Like, I just saw the commercial for the newest Minions movie that's coming out. There's a new one. Yeah, yeah, it's coming <laughs> out next month, I think. Oh, my God. And I, I saw a commercial for it. There's not even fucking dialogue anymore. <laughs> Like the 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 jokes the jokes don't have any plot to them. It, it like it, it was just what what was it? There were, there were three minions and there's there were monsters for some reason. Who knows why? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a cartoon. You can put anything you want. It doesn't have to make sense, right? That's that's well, the that's the process. that's the common thing with children's movies. They're exactly. Like, oh, you can forgive them because they're for kids. They don't have to make sense. Yeah. It's just a couple of shapes on the screen. Yeah. If it's stupid, it doesn't matter. It's for kids. Which kids is bullshit. Stupid, right? That's a, it's still something. I mean, you exactly. Can, yeah. It, it, every every piece of media, every movie, every film, every TV show, there should be some substance. There should be exactly. at least some story, some semblance of a story that. That you can follow along with because at the end of the day the one thing you can have a horrible looking movie right terrible mm -hmm. looking movie but if it's a good story people are gonna love it and what's happening is we're, we're having these fucking movies right where the story is completely fuck the story they're saying fuck the story mm -hmm. let's put these goofy fucking yellow pieces of shit on screen in front of these because like this is what they think of you this is like uh, hey as americans this is what they think of you and your kids right as being these fucking moronic it, like, oh oh yellow person on screen yellow person mm -hmm. yeah ooh, ooh, ooh. and they fucking <laughs> just they make noises to each other mm -hmm. and uh <laughs> you were telling me about how more and more people, instead of actually using the English language, by the way, which is butchered by so many fucking Americans, I can't even tell you. <laughs> dude, especially now. It's, dude, it's, especially now. I'll be texting someone who I think is, you know, of relative, just average intelligence, right? You know, average, right? And they'll start texting. I'm like, dude, that's the wrong fucking your dog mm -hmm. like that's the wrong fucking your oh, we've gone far far past that like i <laughs> i i, I talked to somebody a friend of mine who i actually haven't spoken to in a while a friend from high school and uh <laughs> i text him or he texts me whatever who right cares. right 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 and and i read his message and a couple of years ago, he he spoke like a human being. He spoke like a human being. He spoke right, he spoke right, English. Right, right, right. And I, I read the text, and it's like no cap, bro. <laughs> On God, busting yeah. for real, for real. And I know people say that shit ironically because right, it's funny. Right, like right. I do that. It is funny. like that. That's a meme now. It's just like no cap, right, busting right. On God for right. real, for real. Like making fun of the way Zoomers talk. Right, but they actually right. talk no, like it is that. Real. It's they real. actually talk it's like that. Absolutely real. And it's amazing sometimes because then you start to feel like wait. Wait, am I the only fucking sane person here who's mm -hmm. like, can we just abide by our fucking grammatical? Like, just our, in just not even grammar. Like, all right, forget grammar. Can we speak in like complete sentences? Honestly. Can we, can we like talk to each other with some sort of, uh, what what is decorum like some sort like just some pleasantry where the why the fuck must we speak to each other like animals like oh dude for real for real that fire no cap that fire That's just like it's bullshit it's bullshit and in our movies in our movies and tv shows the producers they've caught up to the idea that hey these Americans, they're spending all of their fucking time literally just scrolling at shorts. This is a, oh, I'm on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Oh, and I, <laughs> I, I thought of this earlier. Oh, this, this is such a good thing. Because what, what, what it, it's cultural degradation. It's just a symptom of, a, of broader cultural degradation. That people, a lot of people complain about TikTok. Like, oh, TikTok is like the most evil thing ever. It's corrupting the youth. It's making them all fucking stupid. The thing that people said when it came out was, uh, why is it not like Vine? Why is TikTok so much worse than Vine was? Um, it, it on paper, it's the same thing. Right. All it is, it's, it's an app and you can make videos that are however many seconds long. I think Vine you can it was go up to 10 seconds. minutes now on oh, TikTok. Okay. Yeah, they've... Wow, they've wonderful. Had, no, no, wonderful. No, it, I know, I know, I know. And, and they've only done that so that they can keep you on for longer because, you know, you have to have some... It can't all be fucking 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to... Yeah, anyway, continue. But, but think... 
me, me and my friends one night, because we're fucking bored, we watched a Chills video. And if you don't know who Chills is, he's the guy that says, Number 15, uh, <laughs> Burger King foot lettuce, the last thing you would want. Oh, uh, don't, please. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay, okay. You. okay. you know who he right, is. Right, that, right, That's what he's known for is his voice. That's his thing. All he does is he makes, like, generic low-effort YouTube videos, like, top tens. That's top what he ten, does. He top, just makes top tens. Scariest, blah, blah, blah. Right. But, yeah, it's usually horror-themed, right? And uh, so we just picked a random video, top 10 scariest videos of, I don't know, whatever. And the thing about them was all of these videos, these horror videos, because what they are, I mean, they're obviously not real. What they are, somebody made them. Somebody made them with the intention of, you know, being scary. I want to make something scary and put it on the Internet so people can watch right. it and get scared. All of these videos came from other countries. Not America and not Europe. It, they were all either like Indian, Middle Eastern, Chinese, every single one of them. And, and if you go back and think, what, what was YouTube and stuff like that originally? People, like broadcast yourself. That was the motto of YouTube. That's what people did. People said, hey, I have an idea. I want to... Uh, I, I want to make something scary and put it on the internet to scare people, and, and people will love it. And that's that's what Vine was, not horror. But, I mean, Vine came out, what, 2013? Uh, yeah, right. That's right. 10 years ago now. And so all Vine lets you do, that's what it is. It's just an app that lets you share videos, and there was a restriction on it. Your videos can only be 7 seconds, and I think it eventually got bumped up to 14, but I don't remember. And so 10 or so years ago... People were, were, were gifted that, and they said, I want to make something funny. I want to put effort into this and, you know, make a good piece of media content, whatever you want to call it, for people to laugh right. at. And so however many years down the line, I don't know when TikTok came out, maybe 2018, 2019, who knows. And people say, like, oh, TikTok is corrupting the youth because it's, it's from China and it has this super advanced algorithm that uh, it has the most high-tech algorithm that any social media app has ever gotten, and it sends all your data to the Chinese government. Like, yeah, it does, but that's not... That that's not why it's it's corrupting the youth right. because all it is it, it is it is essentially the same thing as Vine. It's just a social media platform that lets you make uh, seven second, however many long videos. And so, like it, like I said, just like with the speech, it's a symptom of the cultural degradation we've gone through. Is that people are are given this service and they think what is the best thing i can do oh i'm gonna take a video of myself doing a, re a retarded a retarded dance, dance but uh, hey, yeah uh, just uh, move uh, and then uh, put uh, words on the screen right that, that is uh, that is every tiktok video is just somebody moving their body and then there's text on the screen and actually yeah and that's um like when i'm critiquing tiktok the reason i have such an issue with tiktok and tiktok users is because i see what the fuck they're looking at i'll be in the break room you know i have a normal i'm a working class i'm a working class <laughs> working guy man, business man. okay okay and i'll go in the break room right and what are people doing they're not you know working on some you know essay or book or, or researching topics that they're interested in no they're looking at I, it's hard to describe because some of these these fucking videos they're so Bad. subhuman they're I know. so fucking animalistic you go dude like i'd rather you 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 might as well just be banging your head against a concrete wall maybe like you know you can at least find some fucking philosophical meaning from the the, the blood that starts to come out of your forehead because <laughs> like what what the videos that these people are watching they're fucking so mind-numbingly stupid they, uh, 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 uh. and it's not just the dances by the way that's a meme by the way it's like oh oh you think tiktok's only dancing bro there's more than that there's funny comedy yeah, i've seen really your funny. i've seen your fucking comedy <laughs> i see it's not funny it's not fucking clever it's that it, it's it's embarrassing it's fucking embarrassing. And and when you, you sit through that and you fucking, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll to oblivion. You're scrolling into oblivion. You don't mm. even, like, there used to be a, a purpose. Like, maybe you'd scroll to find something that you're looking for, a specific thing. Now, you just scroll because, oh, I got 15 minutes spare time. You know, I'm free. I might as well just fucking scroll. And they're just pointlessly just scrolling looking through mm. video after video i don't know 
I, I, I actually don't. Maybe you can illuminate. I don't know why. I mean, it's inner. Maybe it's. It can't just be for entertainment. Are they searching for something more? Are, are, yeah. that, that's that's the part uh, that a lot of people blame for. Is like I said, this this uh, TikTok has the most high tech advanced algorithm that that any social media app has ever had, and people try and blame that for the behavior that you're talking about over there. People just any free moment that they have they go on tiktok and people try to blame this this insidious algorithm and yeah that's the point i mean everybody knows that social media is designed to be addictive but it's just the quality of the content <laughs> it's fucking is garbage. so abysmally <laughs> bad it's like i i know we, we talked a few minutes ago like oh uh D expect more out of your kids don't just say oh this movie is dumb but it's okay because it's for kids like right do you want your kids to be dumb <laughs> that's what i'm saying exactly do you want that right and i but and i know we just made that point but i'm gonna say i cannot imagine anybody getting any sort of entertainment out of this other than a toddler right that's what i'm saying the videos they don't there's uh, I, it's so cringe going like oh you need to listen to things that are that have substance that the, you know there's some deeper meaning some things you can analyze and chew on but like i think that this is this is telling okay i like uh, you were saying you know you can't necessarily blame the algorithm i'm i'm gonna go ahead and blame the people that, like, that's the point right. i was making yeah like if you're someone because guys, I'm not. I, I I don't go on TikTok. Okay, I, how I haven't succumbed to the succumbed to the fucking the so-called devilish algorithm. You can't blame the the tool. You can't blame the thing. It, it's the person's choice. They're making the decision to say, "Hey, I have 15 minutes instead of reading a book, instead of playing chess, instead of doing something that engages my mind. Maybe a Sudoku. But anyway, playing fucking video games. Play fucking video games. Do so. Like, dude. Like anything is anything. Better. Anything, anything is better." Watch a fucking movie, anything. Instead of doing that, they're going, okay, I have free time. Let me go and scroll through this fucking mindless, this mindless content. Um, that's their choice, guys. Let's. I, I, I'll make this clear. This is their choice. They're not being coerced. They're not being tricked into it. Um, this is this is a generation of people who. I, I think we talked about it earlier. The nihilism with with Rick and Morty. Um, Nothing matters. If nothing matters, time doesn't matter. My time isn't important. So I might as well just fucking scroll. Scroll. If, uh... I, I'm going to interject here because I'm actually staring at a, a picture of Friedrich Nietzsche. <laughs> um... <laughs> So Friedrich Nietzsche is famous for being a nihilist, right? Well, actually existentialist. Exactly. Right, right, he's right, not right, right. a nihilist. Right. People say, oh, he's a nihilist. If you've actually read right. him, he is anti-nihilist. Right, that right, is right, his right, entire right. point. And uh, so like when he says God is dead and we've killed him, the point of that is not is that it's not a good thing. <laughs> right. No, yeah, no, That's nihilism is making. not good. So it's not good. When when you have nihilism and you say things like, oh, nothing matters. What's the point? Uh, since, since there is no God, nothing matters. We're insignificant in the universe. That's what I was talking about with Rick and Morty. What's the point of doing anything at all? That's the dominant mindset of most young people now. And he has a book called, I think, The Last Man, something like that, that says... Uh, when life has no meaning, if, if society as a whole, and keep in mind, keep in mind, this is what I'm talking about with history, is that this is something I, that um, social justice people like to frame history in a certain way. I'm not going to go too in-depth on this. I'm not going to get entirely political. But they like to frame history in that... Um, progress like uh, history is a never-ending cycle of progress right anything that is further back in time is inherently less developed and worse than we are and they also have the idea that things like um women's rights and stuff like that uh <laughs> it, it are something that only we came up with right, and that for the right, entirety right. of human history, women had no rights until the year 1920, 1930, right, when, right, whenever right, that right. was passed. Suffrage. And that, that, that's just simply not true. There have been other societies where women have had plenty more rights. But all the things Nietzsche is talking about, things that uh, I, I guess a lot of people think that they're 
they they've they found the truth when they say things like oh uh god isn't real we we're insignificant in the universe and stuff like that they think that they're like i don't know internet atheism was a huge thing in like the late 2000s early 2010s it was right. really it was really cool to be an atheist not <laughs> not anymore <laughs> not but so at the time anymore. but those people uh thought like they were the first people to think of that right no they're in the, like all all of human history before that every single person ever was devoutly religious and that they were the first person right. to think Think right, that God right, might not right. exist. No, you're not. Friedrich Nietzsche was, I mean, time period, he, he's like mid to late 1800s. And uh, he is he is addressing problems that we have now because they existed back then. Like, I can go on a quite lengthy tangent about um, the the abandonment of, of religion and stuff like that in regards to nihilism. But... Um, but I was just going to say, he in, in his book, The Last Man, he says, once everybody becomes nihilistic, everybody has the idea that uh, religion doesn't matter, it's not real, there's no point, uh, we're, we're insignificant in the universe, we're just specks of dust who have no purpose. So the conclusion that you draw from that is that do anything you want, do whatever makes you happy. It's pure hedonism. Right, and, and the hedonism that we're seeing is mindless, retard. It, it's... This, this is it. Let me, where's my, I, I can't even, where's my phone? This is it. <laughs> it's not even like, oh, like at least go, go fuck somebody. Go have sex. Go exactly. Do, go do something human. Go do something like human. Go interact. Go be a fucking degenerate. Get drunk. No, it's not even that. It's, oh, 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 almost like a fucking ape. It reminds me of like a, if you were to hand a monkey a fucking a phone and then they'd start scrolling through it. You'd be like, oh, this is indistinguishable. Like the, like at the end of uh, Animal Farm when they were unable to tell the difference between the pigs and the humans. Now I'm unable to tell the difference between the ape and the fucking modern day American. And by the way, I don't know if it's just, you know, it could be other countries. I'm speaking strictly for Americans. But there's almost this arrogance. There's like this... Yeah, I'm dumb. I don't give a fuck either. Like almost <laughs> like, you know, like you'll 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 say something that's not even smart. You'll just say like a fucking basic fact that that everyone should know like, "Oh, okay, well in Congress there is the House and the Senate." And you're like, "Damn, dude. Mm. What you a fucking uh fucking politician or something?" It's like, "Dude, what?" Like nobody knows anything. Now again, maybe there it's like a whole city of people who like, like all right i'm just speaking from who i'm around okay um but the thing is i was talking to my friend sean and uh he was telling me even in the hospitals okay this is the hospitals the people where we have professionals we have nurses who went through oh, yeah, to yeah, nursing yeah. school we have doctors who got their fucking doctorates right what are they doing in the break room? They're not talking about theories or or politics or anything intellectual. They're on their phones going through fucking TikTok. I'm not even joking. I was like, when he told me this, I was like, wait, are you serious? I thought this was just like low class, low level, you know, proletariat people. People who worked at the fucking at Walmart and shit. Uh, no, it's literally everyone. It's, it's capturing way more people than... Um, than you would think. Well, they they, they even make them. I, I remember uh, during the early parts of COVID, that that was a bit of a joke. Was uh, all these all these doctors and nurses would be making TikToks, and so people would make fun of them. It's like, oh, you um, because they're losers. First of all, they spend <laughs> yeah they, yeah doctors and nurses. They're fucking losers. <laughs> all <laughs> no. All right, look, jokes and memes aside. These people, they spend eight years to make $240,000 a year working 16-hour days. I mean, if I was going to work 16-hour days, I'd have to make a little more than $240,000. And yet, they have the arrogance to come and tell me, Oh, I could spend more than 30 seconds with you diagnosing your ailment, your disease. I mean, th there's a lot of ways that... Uh... <laughs> We could go into conversation about the pharmaceutical industry or the no, medical industry. No, I'm not even talking about... Dude, every interaction I've had <laughs> with a doctor, they're like fucking salesmen. They come in, they're like, oh, let me check your little band-aid. Oh, okay, okay, we're out. They spend fucking 30 seconds, and yet my insurance company pays $400, and then if I'm doing copay, deductible, whatever it is, I have to pay $50 out of pocket. Yet, what the fuck are they doing? They're spending like five minutes with me 
tops. They don't give a fuck about me. If you're young, I'd recommend going to the fucking doctor with your parents because they do. They treat you with such little respect. Hey, Aaron, have you gone to the doctor by yourself? Um, no, no. But I, I, no. I have, I have something related to that. Um, just yes, actually, the day before yesterday, I went to the dentist. And um, this was the first time I have ever been to an adult dentist. And I don't know if y'all know what my what I mean by that. Uh, I had a pediatric dentist. And the whole deal for, I mean, they served infants to 18 years old. <laughs> uh, actually, I was able to go beyond that because I'm, I'm over 18. But anyway, their whole deal was that they were gentle and nice, <laughs> right? And... Uh, <laughs> I, I for a long time I really didn't understand why people hated the dentist so much. Now I understand. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> uh, now I I'm not sure exactly what the problem was, but where I'm going with this is um. It's not that hard. You, you uh you we we were talking about the Sopranos earlier and he hated it. I, I keep trying to get him I to watch it. it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't. He doesn't get it. He doesn't think it's no. that great. And so. Uh, he, he, he doesn't, he, he doesn't get what's so special about it. And I said it, it covers everything. And I'm remembering now there's one episode where well, there's a lot of episodes where people end up going to the hospital, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember in one episode, uh, they used somebody going to the hospital and they use it as an opportunity to, to, uh, to talk about the medical industry. And, uh, the doctor says something wrong and Tony Soprano's daughter, Meadow, Meadow calls him out on it, and she says, uh, actually, uh, you should, it's probably this, which means you should prescribe this. Right. And, uh, I mean, this isn't the main point of the episode. This was just delivered in passing, but I think it's supposed to be that she was right, and, uh, the doctor was wrong, but everybody attacks her for it, because who are you to disagree with the doctor? With the fucking doctor. Yeah, he's the one right. that went to med school, right? He, uh, and so she, at the end of the episode, she goes on a, uh, on a rant about how just because they're doctors doesn't mean you don't doesn't mean you treat them like rock stars. Like yeah, they, wait, they, they can, can I be, say something really yeah, quickly? I'm yeah. sorry. The hardest part about being a doctor is becoming a doctor. Yeah, it's and doctors school. will agree with this. When you actually become a doctor, you're doing routine shit, and then you start to be build up an arrogance. You say, "Oh, I've dealt with this before. I'm gonna deal with it the same way again." That's not hard. Anyone can fucking do that. The difficult part is taking the exams, going to medical school, doing your residency. That is what's difficult. And I just wanted to let that be known because a lot of people think doctors are heroes. They think that they deserve medals. The only medal they deserve is, hey, I'm an asshole. I think that I'm better than everyone else because I spent eight to ten years of my life uh in school when i could have been out having a regular life maybe with a wife and kids doing but no they sacrificed it to become a fucking doctor and they hold that resentment okay there's resentment there and they take that out on their fucking patients and i'm a victim of that continue I don't know if I'd go quite that far, but, <laughs> but think, think about what it is that doctors actually do. I'm not talking about the specialized ones like right, surgeons, right, right. anesthesiologists, all them. Wait, 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 did you say theologists? Anesthesiologists. Okay, I thought you said theologists. I was like, we can Whoa. talk about theology <laughs> if you want. <laughs> hey, Let's save that. For yeah, that that that'll come at a certain time. Right, I, I don't know right, what that might right. be, but anyway, <laughs> <When> think, <laughs> think about what it is that a doctor actually does. I mean, I just had this conversation yesterday. All they do is, I mean, they go to school. That is the hard part. Like, I'm the first to say, school's hard. School's hard. It it's not for the right reasons, but it is hard. Um, right. Uh, what they do is they learn, like, you know, they read a book. They learn all about all these different diseases. They learn how to say, hmm, what's more common than, what diseases are more common than other things? So uh, we identify the systems and say, hmm, it's most likely to be this, which means I prescribe this medicine. That's all it is. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be to belittle them, but it's not as hard as you think. Right. And so the reason I brought up the dentist was because, uh, I went to an adult dentist for the first time uh, two days ago, and 
Holy shit, this woman tore me to shreds. No! <laughs> <laughs> she oh, tore you to shreds. Yeah. What the? No, they do do that. By the way, I also... Wait, when did you go to the dentist? Two days ago. Two days... Dude, I literally went to the dentist like three days ago. Or maybe it was two days ago. And uh, they fuck you. Do they not? Yeah, it was It was brutal. Like, I... I uh, what... <laughs> I don't know how good or bad my pain tolerance is. I would assume it's not that great. Right. But this was rough. <laughs> and I think I made it worse for myself. So I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to tough through this. I'm right, going to be a man about right, this. Right, I'm not right. going to flinch. I'm not going to do I'm not going to do nothing. And so I sat there and I took it and ooh, it was rough. It's rough. It, uh, Wait, and this was a dental hygienist, right? Who dealt with you, correct? I Who think so. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I know it all I know was it wasn't the head dentist because... Oh, no, 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 no. They just come in and pretend that they're looking at your teeth and they go, oh, everything looks good unless you actually have like a fucked up x-ray. He wasn't which... even there. Oh, he wasn't <laughs> even there. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I went to the dentist and a dental hygienist was like, uh, you know, cleaning my teeth and she kept fucking with my gums. The, the only thing I was going to say was uh, what what she did. It's not that complicated. And, and like I said, she tore me up. The only thing I was in there for, no 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 dental problems. Scraping plaque. Exactly. That's what it was, scraping plaque. So the only thing I was in there for was to get plaque cleaned off my teeth. And so all she did was take, uh, you know, the metal hook. It's It's got a handle on one end. It's got right. like a, a right. straight spike in the other end. It's a hook. And... You just scrape the plaque off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that difficult. Right, right, you, right. you don't need specialized tool to Fuck see no. the plaque. It's right. just on the teeth. If you see a little smudge on the teeth, you scrape it off. That's right. all there is to it. <laughs> and they're paying, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this and go to uh, med school for however many years. Yeah, all, all, all it is is you're just taking... A you're, stick. You're scraping, <laughs> you're scraping, you're scraping yellow teeth. shit. You're scraping yellow shit off of teeth. And you couldn't even do that right because you went <laughs> to the gums and stabbed my fucking gums. Right. Dude, and, they always fuck with the gums. Just stay the fuck away from my gum. The, the, the part that got me was this, this, okay. So far, we're in the shadow of doubt. <laughs> surely it can't be that. Surely uh, uh, they, they must be going in the gums for some reason. Well, <laughs> apparently I had one little piece of tartar that was really stuck onto this teeth, onto this one tooth. And so she got out a, uh, a water drill. And I don't mean the, uh, the thing that sprays water in your mouth oh, and then they no. suck it back out with the oh, vacuum. No. no, what I mean was this was a thin stream of water that was under extremely high pressure. This was oh, a water fuck. drill. It was it's meant to, you know, take things off. Of, like this is the thing that you would cut sheet metal with. That, <laughs> not quite that strong, but you understand what I'm saying. That, right, th this right, is the thing right, I'm talking right. about. And so she takes this out. And she still hits my gums with it. Jesus that thing Christ. is not meant to hit your gums. No, no, it cuts through it because that's what it does. It's it's a drill. It's a blade, and right. that, that fucking hurt. Oh, <laughs> that fucking. Did you hurt. cry in agony? No, like I said, I, I I took it and I think I made it worse for myself because I didn't say, oh, can you can you be a little softer because I'm I'm starting to hurt. No, I took it. So she just went in there, and I remember when I stood up, <laughs> I I got up off the chair. And I saw stars. Uh, it was rough. I had a mouthful of blood, and I had yeah, to... Yeah, dude, there's so much fucking blood. I look There at shouldn't the, be dude, blood, though. There shouldn't be blood. Well, that means you, you fucked up. Blood means you <laughs> fucked up. No, do you floss? Uh, no. <laughs> but nobody fucking flosses. No, that's bullshit. I floss. I floss. Okay, you're one of the ten people no. that flosses. <laughs> I do floss. <laughs> um, if you don't floss, there is going to be blood. I'll be honest with you. But there was blood, and I flossed. So I was like, because she kept getting in places, and I would try to do like a make like a physical response so that she could see I wasn't enjoying the process. I'd be like, ah. I'd move around a little bit, and she keep fucking doing it. These fucking uh, dental hygienists, um, a lot of them, they are of the lowest uh, mental capacity. They do dental hygienist work because it's easy. It's literally, they have these fucking goggles on that, you know, microscopic goggles so that they can see closely, and then they scrape yellow shit 
off of your teeth. That is it. That is the same as people working off in what is, what do they call the Russian prisons? The gulags. The gulags. <laughs> people fucking do it. It's the same thing, just on a more micro scale. Uh, I don't think there's much more we can do with this topic. All I'm gonna say is, if you can if you can solder, <laughs> if you if you can solder electronics, if you can sew, knit. <laughs> you, you can be a dentist. Any last words on this dentist bullshit? No, I think we should move on to another topic. I agree. We're going to stop here for a yeah, second. Yeah, we, we've been on dentists <laughs> for too long. So, to close off, I mean, I'm sorry to have ended on such like a pathetic note. We didn't really go anywhere we today. We didn't go anywhere today, but that's fine. We have many more opportunities to discover and explore and talk about so many other subjects. Uh, any last words that that you care to share with the audience? Sure. I, I had this. So uh, I, I mentioned at the beginning that I like history. And so I figured, let, let me tell a story because that's that's what history is. That's why people like it. It's stories, except, you know, it actually happened. And so I saw uh, in his room, I see this, this cutlass over here. And uh, clearly... Not a, a, a anything of actual historical value, but it reminded me of something. It, it, it reminded me of something. Uh, it reminded me of an interesting story, and this is going to be one of those uh, mess with your perception of time type things, like uh, when people when when people say, um, "Oh, did you know that Jurassic Park is actually closer to the moon landing than it is to the current day?" Uh, and they're like, "Whoa, huh?" It's going to be one of these types of things. So I'm going to talk about uh, General George Patton, and he's most famous for uh, his exploits in World War II as being America's one of America's finest generals, a pioneer in uh, tank warfare. But uh, he was not he, he was in the military for uh, far longer than just World War II. Uh, and he, he, he served in World War One, and where I'm going with this is uh, one of the things that you'll hear about World War One is that is where a lot of people draw the line where the modern era begins. It depends on what you mean by modern. Uh, a lot of people have different terms for it, but uh, we'll go with this one. We'll say World War One is where the modern era begins, and that's pretty valid. And one of the things that gets brought up is just how much technology and warfare changed from before World War I to when World War I happened. And I think this story about uh, George Patton sums this up better than anything. So I don't remember exactly when George Patton joined the army, but it was sometime in the late 1800s, and he joined through West Point. He graduated West Point. And uh, he got assigned to a cavalry division. And this was in the time period where infantry and cavalry actually meant, you know, infantry and cavalry. So today, infantry still means inf infantry. But uh, cavalry means, uh, you know, tanks and helicopters, when before it meant people on horses. And so somebody associated with World War II planes, tanks, gasoline, atomic bombs, uh, was, was fighting war on horseback. So after graduating West Point and getting assigned to this cavalry division, he makes a reputation for himself as being quite the athlete. He is among the most physically fit people in his entire regiment, and um, actually the most. And he's also known as the best sword fighter. Uh, and, and that sword. exactly wait, wait. sword fighter. Just just roughly ten years before World War One, people are still fighting with swords. Right. And yeah, that that, right. that that that's the thing that blows that blew my mind at least. And uh, because he was so good at sword fighting, the uh, the U.S. Army actually uh, selected him to compete in fencing in the olympics in the uh i think i think they were in paris this is around 19 
0408, something like that. Uh, like the first decade of the 1900s, he gets selected by the U.S. Army to compete for them in the Olympics. And at this time, the Olympics were not so much about athletes. I mean, they were about athletics, but it wasn't like there was somebody. It's not like athletes today where that is what they are. They are an athlete. That's that all is, they are, by that, the that's, way. Yeah, that, that's is their, that is their job title. Right. Back then, the Olympics were about training officers, commanding officers. Uh, so, cause this is the time and, you know, commanding officers actually fought with their men, uh, on the front lines. And so this was a way for all the countries of the world to display how good their commanding officers were. And so he was selected to compete, uh, not just in fencing. It was in the original pentathlon, I think. Which, pentathlon? Yeah. It not, a, or, or something like that. It was general athletics, you know, like running, jumping, swimming and all that, but also things that an officer would need to do like shooting guns marksmanship and fencing right that that is why marksmanship and fencing are in the olympics at all and uh he actually did quite well i don't think he won uh, a medal but he placed decently high and then after that he enrolled in a french cavalry fencing school so that he could learn the best swordsmanship tactics in the world from the best fencers in the world. And when I say fencers, I mean, you know, people who fought wars. And keep in mind, this is, we're verging on the point, we're like four years before World War I, maybe. That is how much things change. Because keep in mind, World War I is fought with fully automatic weapons. Right. Bore, uh, rifles, not, and that, uh, the difference between a rifle and a musket is that a rifle has the, the inside of the barrel bored in, in a spiral shape. It makes the bullet curve. A musket is smooth bore. So we're, we're at the point where, even though rifles existed far earlier than this, they weren't adopted by militaries until right around this time, right around World War One, because they were just too expensive to mass produce. And uh, so this is just four years before we have, you know, uh, breech-loading artillery, fully automatic weapons, rifled rifles. <laughs> so yeah, after competing in the Olympics, he enrolls in this French fencing school where he can learn the... Uh, best fencing skills in the world from you know the top fencing masters in the world and and uh he he proves himself to be a distinguished student and then um he uh he comes back after finishing his his lessons at that school he comes back um back home to the united states goes back to the army and he fights not not the mexican american war cuz that, that that's the one way back in like the mid 1800s with you know the alamo and santa Ana, not that one it was more like an intervention because mexico was in a very bad state at this time it was in like a brutal civil war the country completely collapsed what yeah uh again fighting on horseback <laughs> fighting on horseback with a sword as humans have done for thousands upon thousands of years that was what war was and so with his experience in the fencing school, this is why I brought it, brought it up at all, because I said this cutlass, it's, uh, if you notice, it's straight. And uh, most cutlasses are curved. And um, that's why it's called a cutlass, is in general, a, uh, uh, if you want a sword to cut or slash, you want it to be curved. Curved swords are better at, at cutting or slashing than straight ones are. If you want to stab, you want a straight sword. And the reason you'd want a cutting sword on a horse is because when you're riding on a horse at full speed, you have the full momentum of that horse galloping at however many miles an hour, and that just amplifies your, your slash. You can throw the weakest slash in the world, and if you're traveling at full speed on horseback, you'll take somebody's head off. Uh, but, um... What he learned in the French fencing school was that actually uh, a straight sword is better because during the Napoleonic Wars, that's where he's getting his lessons from, is 100 years before this, during the time of Napoleon. That's the type of things that he's learning. He's learning Napoleonic Napoleon. tactics. I can go on and on <laughs> about Napoleon. If I talked about Napoleon, I'd be here for the whole day, so right. I won't. Uh, it, it, they learned something along the lines of... Uh, even though curved swords are better for uh, 
you know, when you're charging at full speed and cutting people, you're actually not going to do that. You're actually going to be stabbing them. So in that case, you'd want a straight sword, something like that. I, I don't remember the specifics, but uh, he ended up designing in, I remember now, 1909, the final official sword of the U.S. Army. General Patton, well, he wasn't a general at the time, but I'm just calling him that, ended up designing the last sword the standard sword oh, of the u.s army in 1909 and that, that that's that's the kicker is that, that that is how much world war one changed things is that even just five years before the war armies had standard standard issue swords right and, and fucking yeah yeah you, you you don't think of it like that and so patent patent is synonymous with with world war ii you say the word patent that's all anybody's going to think about is tanks in World War II. And so you have this man who spent his entire life training in fencing, swordsmanship, and making a reputation for himself as being one of the best swordsmen in the world, only for a few years later to be thrust into this war with planes, tanks, fully automatic right. weapons. Actual shit that can do. In just, in just a matter of five years. Uh... That, that, that's kind of it. That's the point I was trying to make. It's just one of those time perception type things. So not really related. No, to that wasn't related to anything. anything. That was just an interesting story. We, right, right, right. Yeah. Which we are thankful for, of course. Um, which, by the way, I was not definitely on Photoshop doing <laughs> things I'm that used were to it. Don't related worry. to the channel that I needed to get done. But... Um, the point here that, that Mr. Aaron was trying to make is that things have changed so rapidly just over the course of, what was that, less than 70, 80 years um, as far as technological advancements have gone. I mean, things have changed in just the past We have gone from five years. metal swords to watching 4K internet porn <laughs> as... In our in our pockets, from our pockets, um, because of our phones. Um, any last words? Because we're obviously, I want to have you back on. You're an interesting guy. You're an interesting Thank person. You. Very very fun. Um, any last words? Uh, bye. <laughs> uh, I think those are great. Uh. As of always, guys, please go ahead and uh, leave us a like, a comment, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for listening. Have a good evening, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, as Mr. Truman says on The Truman Show. Thank you.